Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. I'm your host, Lukey, and for today's topic, I think I wanted to get into uh, job hunt basics. So when we think about the job hunt, there are basically three components that I encourage folks to look at. Uh, the resume, you can put the cover letter in there as well. So your applications uh, to our interviews and uh, making sure that those face-to-face interactions, whether virtual or in person, uh, are, are done well. And then the third is networking. In my opinion, the best way to find your next opportunity, uh, but you might have to do the other two as well. So there'll be a, probably deep dive topics on each one of those, but I just want to kind of skim and, and give you a, a tip of the iceberg feel for them. So on the application side, going on uh, a job board or things like LinkedIn or uh, ZipRecruiter, ones where you can get access to job postings, uh, I encourage you to, to take a look there first. Go search for the types of jobs that you want, uh, the companies that you might be interested, and try to find a posting that suits your career. And uh, what you want to do is to create a resume for that. And uh, I'll have some posts on how to create your first resume, but you can use some of the templates out there and fill in your experience, fill in your education, any sort of extracurriculars and volunteer that you have there. And the most important thing that I encourage you to do is to reverse engineer the job posting. And that basically is tailoring your uh, resume for the job posting. And then I also encourage you to write a cover letter. Whether or not the uh, application asks you to do so, I encourage you to take the extra effort, maybe an extra 15 minutes, half an hour, for you to write something, your personal connection for the company and the role. And when you do that, it makes yourself uh, a lot more suitable for that role and more likely to be chosen for the interview. So uh, taking some time and uh, my general guidance is that if you are Uh, job hunting, then job hunting becomes your full-time job. So I usually recommend that you try to hit eight applications per day, right? Uh, And why eight? Well, a typical workday is about eight hours. And if you, uh, you can probably do about an an hour um, a a piece, uh, one one of those in an hour. But the thing is, the first time you do it, it'll probably take a long time. So uh, the first time you might only do one job application, then uh, you'll get better at it and then do two, three, four, five. And then at some point when you get to a steady state, then you get to about eight applications a day. And then the next one, next thing that I encourage you to work on are interviews. So you would also be practicing eight practice interview questions every day. And for interviewing, if you uh, actually do the resume uh, the way that I encourage you to do, you're actually doing interview prep because when you reverse engineer the job posting and you're coming up with specific examples from your experience, you're starting to practice or, or set yourself up for what could be uh, a part of your, an interview question. Now for interview practice, there's a, a difference between understanding what to say and then actually practice and saying it. So when you interview, you're actually more like an actor, right? You're trying to portray yourself in, in the best light and you're trying to convey 
your experience in a way that best fits the, the company and the role. So you do need to practice. And oftentimes it's doing that with your smartphone uh, and, and doing something like I'm doing right now and recording yourself. Tell me about yourself. Uh, tell me about a time when you demonstrated leadership. Uh, grab the top 100 questions from Google or whatever, print them out, cut them up and put them in a little bowl. And then every day do one, do eight. Uh, and then practice, 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 and get better and better and better. So I encourage you to uh, do that as a starting point to practice interviewing. And then the third one is uh, networking. In in my opinion, uh, the, the best way to find your next opportunity. And uh, networking has a bit of a, a bad rap um, just because people think of kind of the, the, the sleazy car salesman and someone looking to uh, sell you something. But I encourage you to think a bit like... Uh, building meaningful connections instead. And uh, my approach to networking is to, one, start by making connections. So practice reaching out to people, either online or in person, uh, connecting pe with people as you're waiting in line, as you are uh, on transit, or whenever you have the opportunity to meet someone new, just engage with them. And uh, especially for the more shy, introverted folks <laughs> like myself, uh, then get practice in terms of uh, getting past that anxiety that you might feel when connecting with someone new. And then two is making it more meaningful. And that would be engaging in conversation, being curious and interested and, and talking about them and, and getting to know them a little bit more and ideally adding value, right? Uh, and a couple of things that you can do to think about is learn more about them. Think about in the back of your head, how could I help them with that? And at first, you probably won't be able to. But then as you practice and you do more and more and more, you'll find that you'll be able to add more value to them. And then last is to build. So once you meet that person, exchange contact information, uh, LinkedIn, email, text, whatever it is, and then connect with them every couple of weeks, every couple of months. Think about them, actually care about them and share some wisdom and insights that, that you found, a book, a good post, a, a video, or whatever resources that might be helpful for you uh, could also be helpful for them if you feel that uh, that would be something that would be useful and interesting to them. So build that, even scheduling them uh, in, in your calendar and then build those meaningful connections. And if you can plan to, uh, let's say use LinkedIn and connect with eight people every day in your industry, in your field, uh, people of interest, people who are posting and doing interesting things. Why don't you like their posts, comment on it and then connect with them and then get to know them uh, just like you would in an in-person environment, but do it in the online virtual setting. So as you do that and you build meaningful connections, as you're curious, interested, and adding value to people, then you'll actually find that the jobs start coming to you. So that's kind of the high level basics of the job hunt is one, uh, make sure you have the foundations of a good resume uh, and take the time to write a cover letter and practice interviews because uh, practice makes perfect and uh, practice makes permanent as well. So if you practice, you get better and better and better and better. And the third is to network. And, and I find that this is uh, the most beneficial from a job hunt perspective, because as you network with folks, this is actually an investment in yourself, because that networking connection is not just transactional for that moment, it's for the rest of your career. So those are the three basic elements of a job hunt. And I hope that was some useful swike, the stuff I wish I knew earlier, and hope to see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on 
iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.